Creating and rekindling memories. NHR. Nottingham Hospital Radio is a registered charity. Want to be a part of it? We'll find out how you can help by donating, by sponsoring or even joining us. Just visit nhradio.org.uk. Uh, and I'm very pleased to, uh, to welcome to the programme uh, not only the, one of the lead guitarists and also one of the singers and the, one of the main songwriters of the band Lapels, Mr Nathan Poynton. Good morning, Nathan. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Yeah, how are you? Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not too bad now. I just hope we last the full length of this interview. Uh, what, what, with Skype, <laughs> has Skype ever gone down on you? No, no. <laughs> good. Well, let's hope it doesn't start today. Now then, a question uh, that you've probably been asked. Uh, yeah, so I, I, just what I've said is just uh, probably not right. To, uh, anyway, but a question that you've probably been asked many, many times is how did right. the band The Lapels form? Oh, God. Yeah, there's so many different iterations of it, really. I think the main one, really, is Andy and I, the two frontmen of the band, we uh, we met at college years ago. I think it was about 2017, maybe, if I remember rightly. And we started, like, an acoustic sort of thing, just like a duo, just us two. And we used to go out and play in that. And then it was just a case of trying to find a band, really. And obviously, we struggled for a long time to get like a bass player and a drummer that was, you know, good enough and obviously into the same sort of stuff that we were. So we tried, we tried to find a bass player and a drummer for a bit. Tried a few people out, which didn't quite work. But then we managed to stumble upon uh, Adam and Will, and then it all just sort of clicked together, really. And then we've been playing ever since. From about 2018, I think we formed as the four-piece that it is now. And of course, you mentioned there the the other lads on there. So there's yourself, there's Andy, there's Will, and Adam, uh, the the four yeah, piece yeah. Um, that that is now the Lapels. Uh, now your yeah. dad is a music. Is he still a musician, or is he given up? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, he still plays. I mean, he doesn't play. Uh, don't play in public anymore, really. I mean, I used to play with him years ago before I got in the band, just like to get my experience and that playing live. So we used to go out and do like uh, just open mics and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's just turned into pretty much the uh, band roadie now for us. That that is the job of dad, uh, by the way. So <laughs> um, yeah, I imagine that he was uh, a massive influence on, on you and your music. Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, obviously, growing up in that, um, there was always music on in the house, and obviously, there's always guitars everywhere. And you know, I used to go watch him, and he used to bring me to his gigs when I was little. And like sit me on top of speakers and that when I was a baby. Um, so yeah, it's always been a thing like throughout, you know, growing up, you know, music's been a big thing and you know, it's always been on, always in the car, around the house, and that's influenced me really and gave me like the passion for music, I suppose. Now I know one of your main influences um are the Beatles and uh, I think it's thanks to your dad isn't it that uh, he bought you a copy of Abbey Road uh, that they became such a big influence on you. Um yeah. Who else would you list as your musical influences apart from the Beatles? Uh well I suppose a lot of that 60s stuff as well obviously I got into the Beatles massively and then from that sort of delved out a bit um so I suppose bands like The Who and The Kinks and The Small Faces, um, I got really into that sort of like mod scene and that in the 60s. And then from that, you know, just delving out further in that sort of lineage throughout history. So, 
you know, I got into a lot of 70s stuff like The Jam and uh, T-Rex and like Dr. Feelgood and things like that. And then going from there, I was a big fan of like the whole Britpop scene, like, you know, Oasis, Blur, Ocean Colour scene. Um, and then obviously more recently in the 2000s, I'm a big fan of bands like The Libertines and Arctic Monkeys uh, and The Strokes and, you know, all them sort of bands, like just great bands really and great songs. Now, one thing that I will ask, and anybody who's never seen the band and has never seen yourself before, uh, the, the Beatles and probably Oasis as well, did they influence your haircut? <laughs> uh, yeah, I suppose a little bit. Probably uh, probably more so the Beatles. You know, when I was a kid, I just wanted to sort of look like John Lennon, I suppose. So it's always sort of stuck with me, really. And obviously I've got the Ryan glasses as well. <laughs> The only reason I ask is, if anybody has never seen the band before, you have got a very visual haircut. It's very sort of close-cropped. It's very sort of Oasis-y type um, and, yeah, and Beatles yeah. type anyway. And I think that is one thing as well, that, that sort of is one of the first things that you notice about the band is, is your yeah. haircut. And in fact, I believe that you have been described as the third Gallagher brother as well. Yeah, I think that comment may have been made in the, in one of the reviews we got a couple of months ago for the Warning Light single. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll take it, to be fair. I mean, it's not something I'd say about myself, but if the media want to say it, then I'll roll with it. Well, well, let's hope it, it, it's about the music and not the way that those two fight anyway. So, so. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I'd read, the, and we played that song there, Warning Lights, I'd read that the band didn't see Warning Lights as a potential single. Why was that? Uh, it's hard to say, really. I mean, obviously, before we recorded them all properly in the studio, you know, we'd sort of uh, mucked around doing demos. Uh, we always always used to have a... We had a flat in Nottingham, and uh, we used to do demos there, me, Andy, and Will. So we knocked to We were getting, like, the album together, like, the material and that, and we knocked up a demo for uh, Warning Lights, and I don't know, it just didn't really seem to click that much. I mean, I could tell there was sort of a decent song there, um, but compared to like the demos of like the other songs, it wasn't something that we pinned for like a clear single, especially not a first single either. But obviously, then we went into the studio for a week in uh, in Banbury, and we recorded uh, five tracks. We did half the album, and uh, you know, and we just sat at the end of the week after we recorded it all, and we had uh, we listened to it all back in the control room. And it just it just stood out really, like it really came alive. And uh, a lot of that's down to our producer Michael Smith, who uh, you know is really good and like pulled the dynamics out of it and got the best out of the song. You know, we all just sat there and thought, yeah, you know, it is a definite single now. So we decided to go with it. And I think it has worked in our favour, to be fair. It's it's a great song. I, I love the song, and I know that the, um you've said that that is the first single, and, and the press and the media uh, have classed it as a first single. But if I remember rightly, there were some other tracks that were released throughout twenty twenties, like "Come and Have a Go," "Ordinary Girl," "Get in Line." Um, were they not released as singles then? Yeah, we did. We did release them. Uh... But we don't really count them anymore as like official releases. Wow. I mean, we did that just sort of out under our own steam, really. It was all like self-funded in that, and it was before we got the record deal with Marquee Records. Um, obviously, once we signed the deal um, at the end of last year, you know, we had to take all that stuff down because we were pretty much starting again. And obviously, we're 
planning on releasing an album um, later next year sometime. And that will have some of the, them songs on it, like you say, Come and Have a Go and Ordinary Girl and that. They'll all be on the album. Um, so we thought it was better, really, to take all the stuff we'd done, you know, prior and we'll do it all again and we'll do it properly. And obviously now having the benefit of being able to go into the studio with like a proper producer and do it properly, you know, the songs are going to sound so much better than obviously before we just recorded it ourselves pretty much, you know, at, at Will's house. So the new single, All Things Down To You, and I believe that was one of the songs that was um, recorded in 2020 as well. Yeah. What's the yeah. story behind the song All Things Down To You? Sure, that's probably a question more for Andy to ask. He's the one that uh, <laughs> wrote that. But I suppose really it's uh, it's just about, you know, getting up and like doing it, you know, and, uh, you know, not slacking really. And it came about because I remember one time um, we were, Andy and I were both struggling to like, you know, write something and get something going. Um, and I remember my dad told us to, come round his ass and and just he just like shut us away in the music room and he said like you're not coming out until you've written something so obviously me, me and Andy were, were scrambling around trying to do something and he had hot he had like the verse section he had like half an idea so we just sat in there like all night you know and just uh and just bashed it out really and and obviously the lyrics sort of came from that you know not getting stuck in your own head and uh and getting out and doing it now, I know that uh, you said, you know, sort of getting out there and, and sort of just bashing away at everything. Uh, and I know that as as a band, you are, you, there's, you know, you're not slackers. You get out there and you no. do the work and, you know, you, you, you sort of cover a lot of ground as well um, with that. Um, so, so yeah. you know, that that is great to see a young band, especially a young band from sort of Nottingham, Derbyshire, who are really not afraid to go out there, get put the work in, uh, and hopefully reap yeah, the re- the rewards of it as well. So, is it yourself who's got a cousin with the Sleaford mods? It is, yeah. Yeah, um, I thought. Yeah, I, not the, I thought not the so. front man, not the singer. The other guy who does the music the on one. the laptop. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's my. Uh, I think he's my second cousin. I think it is. Yeah. That's how you got the gig supporting them, um, I, b- I believe, wasn't it? When, when yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, the venue. Yeah, I was, I can't remember when that was, a couple of years ago, I think, now. Yeah, so brilliant stuff. Now, that I've I've heard that within the band, there are fans of uh, a certain three chefs, uh, Gordon, Gino and Fred. Am I, am I right in thinking <laughs> that? Yeah, we are partial to, to a bit of that nowadays, yeah. So are there budding chefs within the band? Oh God, no! You don't. You don't want to eat anything prepared by the other three. I mean, I'd say I'm not too bad. I mean, my missus is a pretty good cook, so I tend to pick pick bits and bobs up. But no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, pin anyone for for any sort of decent chef, especially not Will. You don't want anything he's made. <laughs> So when you, you when you're on the tour bus then, um, and you've got the sort of big screens at the front, um, what is? I mean, I, I imagine this at the moment is a bit. Of, what what is the tour bus like at the moment? By the way, uh, well, we just, we just all pile in a van every time we go round. Really, <laughs> thought so that's that, what you'd that's, say. That's pretty much it, and everyone just falls asleep. I thought that's what you'd say. When you get the big tour bus, when you get the sort, you know, the, the massive. Uh, sort of stretched bus and everything. You've got all the big screens in there. What would be the, the sort of the choice of entertainment that you'd watch? Maybe after a gig. Oh, 
Bloody hell. Um, I don't know, really. I mean, I'm not a massive TV person, to be honest with you. I mean, I don't, I don't really know about the other three. I mean, uh, I tend to listen to music more than anything, but I suppose... We'd probably put a film. We'd probably put like a Tarantino film on or something. I know we're we're quite big fans of the of that sort of stuff. So we'll wait for the tour bus. We'll we'll get the films uh, in there as well. Then so, <laughs> um, so uh, Nathan, it's been great to chat to you this morning and find out a little bit more about the band. If uh, if anybody wants to find out sort of more through websites and stuff like that, where do they need to go to find out about uh, more about you and you and the rest of the lapels? Yeah, so obviously on uh, Facebook it's uh, Lapels or if you type in Lapels official or anything like that, you'll uh, you'll see it come up. Same on Instagram and Twitter, and obviously we do have a website Lapels official as well, which will uh, and that has a link to like the Spotify and uh, and all of that, so it will take you straight there. And we can expect an album maybe next year, the beginning of next year, or how how soon can we expect that album? Uh, my initial estimation is probably uh, about a quarter way through next year, I'd imagine, yeah. Marvellous stuff. So, and uh, as we say, the new song is called All Things Down To You. Is that out at the moment? People can get that at the moment, it can is. they? Yeah, it just came out on Spotify yesterday, so it's up there now, yeah. Marvellous stuff. So go to Spotify, have a listen to All Things Down To You, which is, again, a great indie pop single um it, it'll it'll have you sort of singing along tapping your toes to um to that nathan thank you so much for joining me this morning my best to the lads the rest of the lads uh and uh, hopefully we'll see by the way gig wise have you got anything sort of in the nottinghamshire area coming up that we can go and see oh god now you're asking me uh i don't think we have for the next few weeks because we're going down to london at the end of this month to do another string of dates down there so we're probably looking at november time obviously if you go on our social media and that it will tell you uh, all the dates and that that we've got coming up brilliant stuff lovely i'll let you get back to the rest of your sunday nathan uh, and thank you so much for telling us a little bit more about the lapels yeah cheers for having us man Ch- cheers Enjoy buddy it. ta-da mate creating and rekindling memories nhr